Beverly Smith Brown. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Oh my goodness. We had an awesome weekend. Oh my goodness, girl. You go, girl. You go, girl. <laughs> it was so amazing. McNon oh. and her domestic violence. Gotta give a shout out to Jew, Eugene, yes. and she did the financial literacy. We actually partnered them together because if you do not, um, if you are not financially literate, then you can wind up in a domestic violence relationship. Absolutely. You know, so this this conference this Saturday was amazing. It I was amazing. It was yes. so beautiful, Beth. And I was trying to hold off on congratulating you on um, social media yesterday because <laughs> I wanted to do it today here in person. Mm. And I just want to say that you did a phenomenal Thank job. You. I mean, the whole atmosphere, all the young girls and older women that was there you know i really seen that village come together <laughs> yeah, and yeah. it was beautiful and everybody loved it yeah everybody came and it just goes to show that it takes all of us mm -hmm. to play a part in this yeah 
so we can benefit our younger generation because it's about the kids. It is. It is. It is. And you know, my thing, one of the things that I appreciated was that it was intergenerational. Yes. You know, from my granddaughter Maddie all the way up to uh, Mama Jo. Yeah. The parent watch, our seniors and sister Zakaya um, and, and Mama Karen and Mama Brenda Jones. So, the, you know, the seniors as well, partnering them together, the youth with the seniors, I think it's just something that is um, explosive. Absolutely. When, when the youth can, um, you know, uh, teach our seniors about the internet and texting and, you know, um, just the new wave of things going on. But what is so valuable, I think, is for our youth to sit at the feet of our elders yes. to hear those stories. Yes. To hear those stories. And that's what I saw at the conference. Like you said, it was one of those things that um, needs to happen more mm -hmm. because you saw women working together. Yes. They were working together. Yes. The vibes were so awesome. And I think that um, our girls saw that. And there wasn't that one issue. Everyone was smiling and they hugging. Were. And it's possible. So, yes. And know. I even ran into one of my um, sandbox, fr sandbox friends. Oh, okay. She was there because her granddaughter was actually um, one of the dancers, the first ones that came on the okay. group of dancers. And you know we sat there together, and she mm -hmm. just was stating how um, how phenomenal this thing mm -hmm. is of um, mm -hmm. you know women coming together for the younger generation. And she even expressed that she would like to be a part of that. Yeah. You know yeah. that, that is definitely something mm -hmm. that she would like to get involved with. Mm -hmm. So we did a great job. Yes, yeah. we did an awesome yeah. job. Yeah. And like you said, the workshops were phenomenal. Mm -hmm. We had um, Tanzania Fair. She was there with the whole girl power. She rocked that girl <laughs> power. Yes, she did. I mean, just to hear um, the young girls, it was like an eight-year-old, nine-year-old, and she said, what does girl power mean to you? And she said, you know, if a young boy say something, say I'm ugly or something, I stand up inside myself and know that I'm beautiful. Mm. And I don't have to respond to him. This young Come baby on, was girl. eight years, no more than nine years old. And she was standing in her power, yes. right? That proactive, just getting them prepared, not waiting until they get in the situation, but giving them those tools before they leave out the house to know that they are powerful. Absolutely. We definitely have to support them, especially we had those um we had 10-year-old um, fashion designer oh Khalees Glanfield oh, there. I oh mean, and her designs mm. were just beautiful. Yes, and yes. we have to continue to uplift them and show mm. them the way, yeah, you know, yeah. of them starting these businesses and writing these books yeah. and letting them know, like, feeding that creativity in them yeah. and letting other um, youth know that if this 10-year-old can mm. do it, then I can, can do, do it, it as a 10-year-old. Yeah. If a 6-year-old can write a book, then I can write yeah. a book. Yeah. You yep. know, mm -hmm. and so, and I love the whole thing with Miss Patrick. Oh my goodness, oh, those designs Patrick. that she did, and that sewing class. Awesome. You uh, know, even I said I'm great. I'm getting ready to um, join that sewing class. Yes, I'm going to yes. be in that next sewing class. Yes, yes, it's so for you. Um, Mama Safe Haven is a nonprofit organization. Mm -hmm. We encourage self-love, higher education, and self-employment by offering a support bridge to those in need of resources to get to the next level in their lives. Um, we have four programs. Um, DC's Youth Has Talent. We have a Never Give Up workshop. We also have a DC Film Life and Black Wall Street. Miss Patrick is um, just an amazing person who works with Mama Safe Haven and offers the Sofa You program. Mm -hmm. And she's been doing this with us for three years, mm -hmm. teaching sewing classes. We started out at Malcolm X Opportunity Center where she had the youth making bathing suits. Mm. They designed their own <laughs> bathing suits. Then they went on the next session, they made wrap skirts. Then mm -hmm. they went on and made jumpsuits. And in this session, they did uh, pocketbooks. But it's something to teach our youth how to use their hands, how to sew and make their own clothes. We got to get back to that, teaching them yeah. how to cook and clean. Yes. You know you have to teach people how to clean. You can't just assume someone that knows they know how, how to clean, yes. that they know how to cook. It's, I mean, and our boys. I thank God for my uh, mother-in-law who did a great job with my husband because <laughs> he knows how to clean, he knows how to wash his clothes, he knows how to cook, he knows how to take care of himself. So it's important for us not to just teach our girls but also our boys. Absolutely. You know, how to, um, you know, take care of themselves. So, yes, and you know I have sons and I made it. It was, it, I made that a priority that my sons knew how to take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. Just growing up and watching how, you know, 
our boys had to subject themselves to living in um, different types of situations mm -hmm. because they don't know how to provide for themselves. Yeah. And I didn't want my sons to end up in that cycle mm -hmm. of having to cohabitate with any type of woman mm -hmm. because he didn't know how to cook or he yeah. didn't know how to wash his own clothes mm -hmm. and those type of things yeah. that we take for granted. Mm -hmm. So I made sure at 12, at 12 years old that he knew how to separate right. and wash his yeah, own clothes. Awesome. And then he knew how to cook his own meals mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. to be able to provide for himself because mm -hmm. just growing up you see so many things that they go through. Yeah. Yeah. And we have to become more self-sufficient. Yeah. And it leads to abuse because I'm going to tell you one of the things that I, uh, you know, I found myself in several domestic violence relationships. I was in my first domestic, relation, domestic violence relationship at the age of 16. Me too. Um, I, I left home. I was I left home and ran into the arms of my first abuse at 16. But because he provided, you know, I was leaving a chaotic situation at home. There was some things that um, just didn't have my basic needs. A lot of things. My mom was struggling with a drug addiction, um, and you know, it was just really rough coming from you know being number eight of nine children. So when he came with these different things. Mm -hmm. um, I left and went with him, mm -hmm. you know. But one of the things I realized that um, most men, you know, as a man, they feel that it's their duty to take care of us and mm -hmm. provide for us. And when they can't, sometimes it messes with their um, ego. Yeah. You know, especially when we're challenging them mm -hmm. and vice versa. So it's so important as it relates to um, relationship mm -hmm. and just, you know, we talking about nurturing and making sure that we have these different tools. It's just understanding that even though the men are really tough, it's important for us to know that they have a heart and that we have to be careful with the words that we're saying to them because oh, we can yeah. tatter their, you oh. know, their uh, ego yes. um, when it comes down to, um, you know, just that relationship and, and, and men, you know, looking at other men and measuring themselves. Some of them never had, um, you know, their dad, mm -hmm. you know, never really had that, that real male role model and just kind of looking around to see you know, what a real man is. Um, so that that is great as it relates to what you said with your sons and mm -hmm. teaching them how to provide for themselves so, you know, they don't have to depend on a woman to do those things and vice versa. Absolutely. So, and even on the flip side important. of that with me as being a woman, that's why it was so important for mm -hmm. me that um, I became self-sufficient in myself so I wouldn't have to depend on yeah. a man just to be able to provide for me because, a lot of those situations that I endured, domestic violence was in that because they controlled my finances. Mm -hmm. Well, they tried to, mm -hmm. you know, tried to control me with finances and money. Mm -hmm. But I had all, always taken care of myself because I've always come from uh, um, generations of women who put in work for yeah. themselves and they yeah. gave me that... Um, mm -hmm. They gave me that um, what I needed to be able to, and I'm, I'm sorry guys because it's for lack of term or what I'm thinking of it right now, mm -hmm. but when you have those um, they mentors, you. yeah, those they, they, mentors they you, yeah. that show you how to work harder yeah. and you know, and not to sit around and wait for a man mm -hmm. to take care of you, mm -hmm. but believe what I'm saying, I can take care of myself and do what I have to do, mm -hmm. but I'm also one of those old-fashioned girls, and I believe in God and what he says, and I believe that my husband should be capable of providing and That's taking right. care of me. That's right. That right there, I do. Mm -hmm. But believe me, I got his back. That's right. You know what That's I'm saying? Right. I got his Teamwork back. Teamwork makes the dream I got his work. Back. And just like you said, they want to be men. They and want we to. have to be able to allow them, them to be men. That's right. So sometimes we have to shut our mouths right. and step back. That's right. Yeah. You know, and I'm going to tell you, that was a struggle for me being a, a, a single mom for 21 years. You know, I was head of the household. Um, you know, I ran my own business at 24 um, and taking care of my children. So I was always at the forefront of having to handle everything mm -hmm. and make stuff happen. Um, so it wasn't so much of, you know, me and my husband, we don't have any those power struggle issues, but I had to get used to um, having help. Mm -hmm. I had yes. to learn how to, yeah, to receive he, that. Yeah, it's, receive hard, it. it's hard to receive. It's hard. And, and that was one of the things that I had to give God the glory for mm -hmm. as it relates to divine connection. Mm -hmm. Because my husband, and people always say, you know, he's perfect for me. And that is so true because my husband has a way of um, allowing me to be me. Right. You know, and where I'm weak, he's strong mm -hmm. and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that whole thing of uh, 
you know, he allows me, he know where I'm strong at. Mm -hmm. And I think that is a thing that's important when we come together in relationships is for everyone, I mean, for both parties to be, you know, strong in who they are. Right. You know, and not looking for the other person to fulfill them. Absolutely. But coming complete and whole You're with already, who you are. Yes. Um, and that was one of the things when, when me and my husband, we've been married for four years now. Um, and I'm not saying that it's easy because mm -hmm. there's two different people coming together and merge in our life but one of the main things I think that keeps us um, strong is just that understanding of our strengths and our weaknesses Absolutely. and not playing each other against you know we know okay I know you have a weakness in that area so I'm not gonna highlight that I'm gonna find a way to kind of uplift you in that area and also I'm gonna give you an example um, my phone. My husband knows. He, he always charges my phone at night. Mm -hmm. So he, he won't say, oh my God, baby, your phone not charged. He know that's my weakness. So I know for a fact. And he got me to the point where I, I already, it's automatic. Mm -hmm. He put it on the charge. Absolutely. You know, I'll leave my purse. So he already know to just kind of grab things up because he know how I am. I'm always busy and running my mouth. So he's really good with that. And the same thing with him. I know some areas where he can be weak. So I, you know, it's love. You you know, it's so important to understand. You have to know a person, get to know a person. Absolutely. Um, and, and, and accept those flaws because no one is perfect. Absolutely. No and perfect. love people where they are. Come on now. Love people where they or are. Leave them. And not who you want and not who <laughs> you want to them to be. Yeah. Right, and if right. you want to go, you want to go. And I want to just touch on what you said about receiving. And I believe that it has been something that has been done to us culturally. Mm. It's because we have been given the stigma that if we receive something, we're being selfish, that we're mm. always told to keep give, 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 give. And when somebody want to receive, we like this. Give mm. us something back. We got our hands up mm. like this, rejecting it. Mm. But I always tell people, I say, you know, you're on your knees. You're praying to God yeah. for things. How is he going to bless you? He's not going to come here in a physical form to bless you, mm. but he send people. So when people want to bless you, receive. Know that you deserve that, that you yeah. honor that, that that is how yeah. God is rewarding you. Mm. It's okay. When I learned that, I'm telling you, I don't turn down anything anymore. <laughs> Nothing but my collar. Okay. I tell you, I receive everything. <laughs> and I wanted to say that to lead up to this. This woman at the You, you Girl Girl conference, she had a shoe closet there. Oh. <laughs> she had a shoe closet. Yeah. And it wasn't just for, you know, and, and I don't want people to think that when people are giving things that you have to be needy. Right. It's not about being needy. Come on now. It's about being blessed. Do mm. you really think that I walked into that room and I did not walk out with a pair of shoes? Come not on only now. did I walk out with a pair, mm -hmm. I walked out with two pairs. Mm -hmm. And God will bless you in that because the shoes that I walked out of there with would be the same shoes that if they was in Nordstrom's, That's I would have bought them. That's right. That's right. I got me a cute pair of Steve Madden sandals that I'm going to rock. I wanted to wear them tonight so y'all could see them. But I got these <laughs> other boots on. Look, I got my silver boots. Oh, yeah, you she see, got the boots on. I got That's my right. silver boots on that I got. And I'm telling you, I, all I could do was just thank God. Yeah. That's right. Thank God for the blessings mm -hmm. that he put before us mm -hmm. and the people mm -hmm. that he connects you with. Yeah. I'm telling you, it just was a phenomenal mm. weekend. Okay. So do we have a call, Ron? Okay. I just hear something ringing. Okay. Okay. So with that being said, that shoe closet, I have to shout out The Wire. Um, it's a nonprofit organization that work with um, formerly with women that's incarcerated and the women that's coming out of jail. Um, and Shoe City donated a storage unit full of mm. brand new shoes. Brand new. I'm telling you, boxes. <laughs> brand of new. Boxes of brand, I mean, stacked up to the ceiling. I mean, thousands of shoes mm. and I had the um, honor and the pleasure of getting a call to come and pick up several huge boxes of <laughs> shoes and was able to go in the community and just pass out the shoes. I mean, just giving out shoes to the point where when we had the conference, we still had um, shoes to give out and we still have more shoes. Oh my goodness. So when my husband went to pick them up, he said, baby, we still have a box of shoes left. So um, if you need shoes, you can go to Mama Safe Haven. That's M-O-M-M-A-S-S-A-F-E-H-A-V-E-N. 
Org. And that's mamassafehaven.org if you are in need of shoes for girls. Yes, and, and if you are a business that's yes. listening and you have shoes yeah, and that you, you would like donate. to donate, please be a sponsor. Support these organizations, yes. these grassroots organizations yes. that are doing something in our community. Mm -hmm. We're talking about our community. Yeah. And you know it always and sometimes it burns me up when I be on face on, on Facebook, the whole internet thing, because you see so many people in your circle mm -hmm. supporting all these other big organizations that really never touches our community. Yeah. The, yeah. It never touches our mm -hmm. community. But the organizations that's that's in the community, that they reach out to you in the inbox yes. asking for resources, they yeah. never yeah. give back to yeah. those resources. Yeah. Give back, y'all. Give I, back to the that's organizations right. that's touching your life. Mm -hmm. Help them to build. And I'm telling you, you cannot go wrong with supporting Mama Safe Haven. They are doing an awesome job and great work in the community where you can see where your hard-earned dollars are going. That's right. It's going back to the people. That's right. So support them, guys. I'm telling you, you won't ever regret it. Yeah. It's, it's so important support you know um, one of the things I do want to say is that we have been blessed with support mm -hmm. you know um, you know w one of the things that I like to do is go into the stores and say do you support the community that supports you mm. I go into the mom and pop stores I goes into the liquor store I don't go to the to the government for grant money and all that I, right. you know it's so important for us to take care of us mm -hmm. you know we're not begging for any money we are doing the work at the on the ground having these conversations with our youth every Sunday we have sister circles we go to church and we do potluck um, we have sewing classes on Wednesdays we take the youth skating once a month we're doing some great things we have a black Wall Street program if you know any businesses that deserve a black Wall Street award we have black Wall Street coming up in December um, so uh, you can look us up Donnie Glover at bemorenews.com as well as Mama Safe Haven we're partnering for our fifth edition yes uh, McNaught Anderson I am, I is am a, a recipient yes she is the honoree <laughs> at the Black Wall Street Award mm. and we um, have honored actually 45 businesses wow. individuals and organizations wow. with a Black Wall Street Award and what that is is we um, support the Joe Mann's Awards in Baltimore we purchased the plaque it's a free event for business owners and we honor them for their hard work that they're putting into because the whole goal is for them to come out and receive the award, speak to the community who have come into this building for free. Mm -hmm. um, we have DCRA on site. We have different information on how they can start their business because we do encourage self-employment. We also have um, marketing classes. We also help with public speaking as it relates to, um, and we also have financial literacy classes as well. Absolutely. Uh, Self-employment is the key, yes. uh, is, is the way to out of poverty. Education, educate yourself. Um, I attend YouTube University right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell them about that. Okay, so uh, right now, you know, I'm, I'm really big on information. Um, I am a serial, a serial educator. I'm always in school right now due to um, the financial crunch. I am studying on YouTube. So I go online. You can go on YouTube and look up anything that you need to know. And I have been um, just blessed for, with this free education. Um, so it's so important for us to educate ourselves. You can start right where you're at. You know, if you need help, if you want to start a nonprofit, if you want to start a business, that's something that we do as well. So you can definitely send us an email at info at mamasafehaven.org. Absolutely. Thank you so much for that. So this is the month of October, yes, and it is violence. Domestic Violence Awareness Month, along with Breast Cancer Awareness. Yes, so these are two uh, major issues that affect women and men, mm -hmm. and now we just want to talk about that um, today. I have some pamphlets up here, and we just want to give you more education yeah. on these two um, causes that affect us in our community. Mm -hmm. And so for one, you know, you always hear a lot of people, we always talk about um, the physical attributes mm -hmm. of domestic violence, but a lot of times people tiptoe around the sexual abuse part. Yeah. You know, and so I definitely wanted to um, really deal with that today. Yeah. The sexual abuse part about how you ha how can you get involved in this. Yeah. So you guys know you can always volunteer. You know they have so many organizations mm -hmm. where you can um, get on the hotlines and do some advocate counseling if you're certified in that to do counseling. And also just basically give some sexual assault awareness. You can mm -hmm. Google mm -hmm. sexual assault. 
and you can see the statistics and yeah. you can also see how you can help someone and mm -hmm. just basically and if it's you how you come out of that to be yeah. able to report that mm -hmm. also they have a lot of things where you can do you know it's fundraisers yeah. like I was saying that there's a lot of um, grassroots organizations that maybe you can do a fundraiser for at your job, mm -hmm. anywhere at your church, yeah. to be able to donate more money for research mm -hmm. um, with breast cancer and also just giving them the money they need to be able to offer more programs yes. to us. Like we do have a young lady that's gonna call in actually in a few minutes for um, breast cancer mm -hmm. and just about you know helping these programs for people who don't, may not have insurance yeah. but we can't wait on insurance to get these tests mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know so um, hopefully she'll be calling in at 630 but mm -hmm. is there something else that you would like to say in reference to the breast cancer yes um, you know I remember um, you know getting my physicals and, and the doctor talking about doing your own self-exam you know, so looking that up on YouTube, you can look it up, you can Google it to see how to do your own um, breast exam. As a female, it's important for us to explore our own body, take mm -hmm. time with yourself and get familiar with yourself and know so if anything that's not, doesn't feel normal, you'll be familiar with it. Um, and I know we already have a lump in our breast, but it's so important for us to be aware of the shape of your breast. So, you know, touch yourself often. Um, I know, um, like she said, we will be having a call in soon, um, but I know that there is a breast uh, mammogram session going on at the Washington Hospital Center mm -hmm. Saturday, October the 20th. Um, so there'll be some more information as it relates to that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's so important. I know for me, I am, um, I've been sexually abused as well. Mm -hmm. um, and it does uh, put you in a state of, um, it, it changes the way you look at yourself mm -hmm. and how you touch yourself and how you view your sexual parts. Um, I know for me, when I was young, it made me feel, you know, dirty. You didn't want to talk about your sexual parts. Mm -hmm. You know, it was... You know, it was so um, taboo. Mm -hmm. Anybody spoke, it was just, you were shut down. I was shut down, mm -hmm. you know, lead a room. Um, so it's so important as it relates to that if you or someone comes to you and say that they have been touched, um, that's a very, very delicate situation that you, you definitely first want to, um, you know, breathe and take a couple of minutes to think about what the person is saying to you before you respond. You know, take it in because that's a very delicate situation. Absolutely. You don't want to repeat that to anyone. Right. If someone trusts you to share with you what has happened to them, then, you know, please honor them um, and help them. Absolutely. You know, and if you can't help them, don't hurt them any more than they have already been hurt. Absolutely. Um, but as it relates to, um, you know, and I had to just say that as it relates to breast cancer and touching yourself mm -hmm. because it's important for us to understand, um, you know, to understand that. Absolutely. And also um, in reference to the sexual abuse, that I'm going to give you some things that if you have been raped, these are some things that you need to do. If you've been raped by someone that you do not know, the first thing that you must do is to try to remember what your attacker looks like. Their hair length, their skin color, scars, tattoos, or anything unusual, if it was a car that they put you, try to remember the car, mm -hmm. um, the color, the model, things of that nature. And if you want to report it to the police, mm -hmm. you have to remember, and I know because it make you feel like you, like you just said, it makes you feel so violated that you feel dirty and you just want to wash it off. Well, if you're going to go to the police, you can't do that just yet because your body holds so much evidence. Oh, yeah. So you know, it, you, you can't go to the bathroom, you can't um, shower, you can't brush your teeth, you can't eat, drink, or change your clothes. Your body contains this evidence that is so prevalent to what the police need to be able to um, apprehend your attacker. And also, always remember that you can call for help. Yeah. Always call number one, 911. And then also call, you can call the Rape Crisis Center in your area. Mm -hmm. Here in D.C., that telephone number is 202-333-RAPE. Mm -hmm. And also, you must get a, physical, a medical examination. Yes. You must do it. Mm -hmm. And these are the things that, again, these are the things that will be able to help catch your attacker. So you must get a um, medical examination. Mm -hmm. And I just want to stress this one very hard that if you know of any minors mm. that have been sexually abused, mm. 
you must report it to the police. If they're 16 and younger, you must report it to the police so they're able to get the help that they need. So I think that is our call coming in. So, hello, caller. You're on the McYon Show. Hi, it's Janelle Diaz. How are you? Hello, Janelle. How are you? Hi, Janelle. Hey, how are you guys? <laughs> we're good. We were waiting on you to call in. Oh, well, thanks for having me. You're so welcome. <laughs> Yes. So I just want to introduce um, everyone who's on, um, who's watching and listening in that we have Janelle Diaz. She is first makeup artist to the stars. Yes, she is. <laughs> <laughs> she has flirty faces. She can give you a fabulous beat, get you runway ready. Um, and that's yeah. how I met her because she's just fabulous with the makeup. She loves planning makeup. She's fabulous <laughs> with it. And, Thank you. Thank um, you. Yes, I love you so much because she yes. cares about our tatas, guys. Yes, she does. So she is. Yes, yeah, so she is. <laughs> she do. She really do. And she came out to our You Go Girl conference. She was a vendor there, sharing information. We wanted to have her come on again so she can be a part um, and share some information with you all. She have an event coming up next Saturday. Um, Janelle, welcome to the show. Please share every tell everyone about your event next week. Okay, thank you. Thank you again for having me, guys. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I will tell you about the event. I kind of want to tell you what, since you said I, I'm a makeup artist and now I care about the tatas, how that all kind of <laughs> ties together. Um, but there was actually a rise in breast cancer in the district um, about five or six years ago. Mm -hmm. And out of the 300-something cases, 166 came from wards 5, 7, and 8. Wow. Um, and out of those 166 cases, only one person didn't have insurance. Um, so obviously that raised a concern as to, wait a minute, typically if you're not coming in or if you're coming in at late stage, it would be somebody, you know, that doesn't have, insurance, you know, yeah. insurance. And maybe that's the reason why they don't have primary care. So upon further research, you know, it was a working woman. Um, and so Washington Hospital Center in combination with um, the Cancer Institute came up with the Get the Breast Care Program. And so what we do, we have, we're community navigators. So we go out into the community and do education, go to events, support, and it's a year-round thing for us, not just um, during this time, October. Um, but we found that giving more information and just trying to start that conversation of hope and get rid of the conversation that it's a death sentence once you get breast cancer. Because yeah. we find that a lot of patients are fearful, uh, aren't making the time because they felt like, well, if I get it, I'm going to die anyway, not realizing that it has a 100% survival rate, mm -hmm. you know. So, and that, and, that, and that is backed by getting your mammogram and doing self-exam. Um, so, just a couple of fun facts. Mammograms are still the safest and best way um, to detect breast cancer. Obviously, there are other ways that um, you can detect it, which is through self-exam, your clinical breast exam, uh, sonograms, MRIs. So, there's not just a mammogram machine. Um, mm -hmm. But in recent years, just like everything, technology has changed. Um, I don't know if you guys have had some grandbabies come along. Have you guys seen the new the 3D and 4D sonograms that women get nowadays? Yes. <laughs> the same technology. <laughs> I, was, I remember I had one for my baby, so I know you guys know what I'm talking about. Already. <laughs> um, <laughs> that that's actually the technology that's in the new mammogram machine. Mm. So whereas there used to be the X-ray, um, and especially for women of color, women who have dense breasts, it's a harder read when you use the X-ray because the light then has to go through the whole entire breast. Whereas now, it is more of a picture. So just like your smartphones, you can mm -hmm. zoom in, add color, take away color, crop and paste, and do they can do all of that um, with the mammogram machine and kind of get more of a detailed picture than an x-ray. Um, so just with like everything, I always try to emphasize, I think, because it was like my aunts, my grandmothers, the mammogram machine hurts. It's the worst machine, the radiation. The amount of radiation that you get from a mammogram machine is less than when you step out of the when you're out in the sun. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, hopefully with time that will change, but it hasn't been, you know, proven that that can cause breast cancer or add to it. Um, if anything, they're trying to, like I said, move away and do more of a picture just because it gives a better read, especially for women of color. Um, so being in the community, we actually find that, it's, it, especially in the district, that it's no longer an AIDS disease either, unfortunately. Um, if you're a woman and you've got tatas and you still have estrogen, you know, in, in your body, unfortunately, we're at risk. Um, so the conversation is for the under 40, the under 30. Um, and I could say between myself and the other navigator, we see more women under 40 
with late stage breast cancer. Yeah. Over 40. Oh, wow. Yeah, because. Yeah. So, and, oh. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, yeah, because, you know, we have been told for so long that, you know, 40. Yeah. And so uh, the age yep. of 40 is when you start getting your mammogram. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a lot of times women younger than that, they may be feeling different things going on with their breasts and noticing differences, mm -hmm. but they never think that it could be breast cancer because they're, we're told, you know, you get your first one at 40. Yeah. So yep. I think it's what and you... So that, and that is the case. They actually, there's a new one and everything is always per your clinician and per your insurance carriers. But they're between 35 and 40, you can actually get them every two years. And then 40 and over, it is every year. Um, and it was something interesting that I actually just learned at the Biden Cancer Summit that mammography is a class A, and I'm probably not saying this right, using the right terminology, but it's a class A requirement. Mm -hmm. So it is, regardless of what your physicians say, or you hear some news or a pamphlet, a mammogram is a yearly requirement. Mm -hmm. And it's class A, which means it has to be recognized through insurance companies as well. So I hear a lot of women say, oh, my insurance company says every two years, or my doctor said every five years. But because it is a class A, it is required every year. So within everyone in their own little pockets, everybody's getting different answers. That's the one piece that we always try to, to let everybody know is that it is required every year. Um, and then under 40, it is 35 to 40 every two years. And I actually had my first one at 36 and I'll do my next one next year. Um, and then anything under 35, you do have to go through, you know, your primary care. And at Washington Hospital Center, we do see women under 40, um, regardless of what's going on, because we want to make sure that we identify what the concern is. Absolutely awesome. So um, can you definitely And then that's how we developed mammogram day. So that kind of leads right in there. Yes. A segue um, right into that, right? Yeah. But before I say that, the only other the other um, point that I wanted to make up was self exam. Mm, self exams okay. are so, so, so important. And yeah. while yes, sometimes they can breast cancer can go undetected, um, we want to start again a new conversation of everyone should be doing self exams. Yeah. Um, even if they're in their twenties. Um, and the, what we're feeling for nowadays is no longer a lump. Mm. And the reason being is because if you feel a lump, that means you're further along. Wow. There are so many other things that happen prior to feeling a lump. Janelle, so please, Janelle, please share that. Please share some yeah. other things that women may be experiencing before the lump even appears. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So I will say that I can't tell you specifically what it is because everyone's breast is different. Okay. Um, and I can give you my my experience. When I had my mammogram last year, they told me my density level, which means um, um, my density level is a level one, which means I don't have any lumps at this point. So if anything was to ever occur, I'm going to notice it because I don't have anything. I should always feel fatty. <laughs> That's what my doctor told me. <laughs> and I was like, wait, is that where the 30 pounds is sitting? <laughs> But that's what, uh, ultimately, that's what they said. And I said, that was really good information to know so that when I go do my self-exam, mm -hmm. I know what I'm feeling for. Yeah. So that's mm -hmm. same with a woman who, let's say, is a level four. If she is lumpy or dense or has um, fibrocystic breast, mm -hmm. then she should be feeling the same lump every month. Mm. So if you do your self-exam today, October 15th, it should feel the same way every month. So October, November, February, March, June, they should feel the same way. The moment they don't feel the same is a reason for a concern. Awesome. Your breasts don't change that quickly. So for month to month, if they've changed, there's a reason to say, hey, I need to be screened. Mm -hmm. And a screening doesn't have to be a mammogram, but it could be a way to detect whether or not what you're feeling is something that needs to be watched or looked at or however way the clinicians decide to do it. But that's where we're trying to get the women. Because if you get it at stage one, it's a 99.9% .9 survival rate. Right. Stage one is as small as a grain of salt. Mm -hmm. You can't feel a grain of salt on your wow. on the table, let alone amongst the breast. Mm -hmm. So I always explain, you know how you wake up and you may have a bruise somewhere, but you don't remember hitting yourself and you don't, and it doesn't hurt. But something obviously happened because the skin reacted. The breast is the same way. So to your point of saying, well, what should we be looking for? Any change is a concern from month to month because they don't change that quickly. Okay. So getting used to doing them the same time it's every month, which is typically after menstrual. Um, I don't get one because of birth control, so I just choose my birth date. And you want to do it standing up and laying down, and then also just looking at them because sometimes it could just be appearance. Mm -hmm. It may not even be something you feel. So making sure they look the way they're supposed to look. <laughs> and then I say for my young ones, 
if you don't want to do it, find somebody who will do it for you. Because trust me, they'll remember. Yeah. <laughs> they always know before you do. And that is so true. You know what? That is so true because I, I know two breast cancer survivors, and they said they found out through their mate that something was going on with their breasts. Mm -hmm. So, yep. yeah. Yep. Yep. And and, so, and and that saved their life. That saved important. their life because that's they important. didn't they didn't notice a difference or anything, didn't feel anything, but their mm -hmm. mate did. They mm -hmm. felt something. That's that's awesome. definitely so that's awesome. and so that leads right into, you know, what I was saying is that the breast care program, we've met women women in the community, mm -hmm. we find that we just don't make the time. That's honestly yeah. it. I that's think there it. are other contributing factors yeah. that make fear, whether it's time, knowledge, not wanting to know. Children and I feel like in our market, we have we have a thriving market. You have women who are in executive level positions. You've got women like yourself who you do, you do podcasts and community and like you guys are all over the place. And we just honestly don't take the time yeah. to yeah. take care of ourselves. So what we do is once a quarter we open up on a Saturday at Washington Hospital Center. Um, on those particular days, it's always a party. It's always catered. <laughs> Um, we pay for your parking. <laughs> I feel like that's my own heart, child. <laughs> woman after my own heart. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I was you even. Always make sure you say. And I was even um, going to tell you, Janelle, that I am definitely because I am also due for my mammogram mm -hmm, this year. Mm -hmm. And so, so I was, I'll see you on Saturday? You will see me on Saturday. So I was definitely going to make sure that you have my name and everything on the list mm -hmm. because I will be there Saturday to take care of that. Good. Well, you'll be in a good treat. So this one is actually Friday is National Mammogram Day. Um, it's just on a Saturday. We just wanted to continue. Um, to, can you guys hear me? Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Awesome. So it. can you definitely give them Thank the information? You. Information yeah, for can the. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Oh, sorry, my my phone, my earbuds died. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, so I think so, but this particular one, our October one, is always the biggest one. So this okay. weekend, we'll have actually with our therapist and esthetician, oh. a makeup artist, food, mm. and just fellowshipping for all of us. Awesome. And it's again to take away the time to just do something for ourselves, but make us feel good, kind of reset. And at that point, then you know, every year I gotta go. And what better month to always remember what to go in October. Yeah. That's right. That's, That's right. So, yes, yep. we, I so will definitely I can be reached because you do have to um, register for the event. So if anybody wants to, just, you can DM me on social media with this flirty face. Um, you can also call me um, or DM me is probably the best <laughs> with this flirty face. Um, I am in the hospital, but I will say I'm in the community this week because it is October. So you can leave us a message, which is 202. 
as women, I'm a single mom. I'm always running. I'm always on the go. When I take off, I try to do everybody's doctor's appointments on the same day and get it done with. So I get it, and I understand. And that's why we try to make it more fun, less of a doctor's appointment, and more of a time for fellowshipping and mm -hmm. just taking care of ourselves. Yeah. Yes, well, thank you. We need that, and it's we thank so you important. so much. We thank you so much for what you do yes. and in the community. We thank you. You're so awesome. Well, yeah. I'm excited. My two loveys will be there on Saturday. Yes, yes. we will. You will yes, see we will. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much for calling you. in. Thank you so much for calling in, and we will see you Saturday. See you. Thank Have you. a good night. All right, good night. you too, babe. So definitely, guys, we want to thank awesome. Janelle for that. She's oh, my awesome. goodness. And again, if there's anybody that is due their mammogram this year, mm -hmm. you can definitely come out to Washington Hospital Center this weekend. I didn't get a time. It's in the morning. I know it's in the morning. Um, yeah. So let's say at least 9 o'clock. 9 a.m. At least 9 a.m. to come out to Washington Hospital yes. Center. As a matter of fact, you have time. I'm going to give you Janelle's number. Call that number That's to right. find out the details. It's 202 877 5929. That's 202-877-5929. Call her with that. So That's thank right. you so much again, Janelle, and we will definitely we be there. Appreciate you. We got to get our Tatas taken we care do. of. We do. Guys, it's important. Okay, guys, it's so important for us to be familiarized with ourselves. Yes. It's not, um, it's not, you know, it's not a crime to touch yourself and get familiar with yourself and, and understand, you know, when something feels you know, different, mm -hmm. we have to get those things checked out. Absolutely. You Definitely know, caring about that. yourself, self-love is key. Making yeah. sure that you're okay. Um, I was talking to a young lady just about that same situation, not about breast cancer, but she was just saying how her children always come first. Mm -hmm. And I understand that. Um, but I had an elder come to me when I was raising my children. They were real young. And she asked, uh, it was me and my girlfriend, we were sitting in the laundromat, as a matter of fact. And she came to, she saw us talking, and she said, who comes first, you or your children? Mm. And my girlfriend was quick, my babies come first. And I knew that she was coming with something, mm -hmm. so I know so when you to know be the quiet. Way. Uh -huh. I know when to be because quiet. Because what what's the saying about the lesson? When the teacher will come, when okay, it's time okay. For, when the student is ready, the teacher when will the appear. Will when That's the student right. is ready, the teacher appear. Mm -hmm. So when she asked that question, and my friend was like, "My children come first. And I said, "Okay, I'm gonna just sit back and see where she's going with this." Mm -hmm. And she said that she said, "Now let me ask you this." She said, "If your children come first, can your children lead the way?" Mm. Come on now. She said, "If you're you're feeding your, you know, if you are not okay, mm -hmm. how can you provide for your children? You can't. You have to make sure that you are okay. Mm -hmm. You know, we cannot continuously putting ourselves on a back burner. Mm. You have to dust off of those dreams and those goals. You have to really." Ooh. Put some time into yourself. You have to learn how to just tell people no. I'm learning how that to say no. That is a magic word. Unapologetically. That is a magic word. I had a, a friend tell me uh, about Saturday and said they were mad at me. I said, I'm going to just have to be honest with you, honey. I can't feel no way about that. <laughs> I just can't. Come on. I won't allow it mm -hmm. to affect me mm -hmm. um, because, at the, you know, when it comes down to you being you know, that self-love, you have to really protect yourself. Yes. You know, and, you know, yes. in the uh, health arena and the mental health. Because mm -hmm. people will put their opinions and their oh. things where they think that you're supposed to do how you're supposed to act. But I had to take control over that and say, no, mm -hmm. that's how you feel. And yes. I refuse to allow you to dump that energy on me. Yes. Um, and, and, and it's so important as it relates to that self-love for us to take care of ourselves and not to, you know allow those different things to come absolutely in, when you learn that when you learn that word no it uh, is so freeing so free. and i remember years ago when um Ooh. oprah talked about yes. the, the power of no mm. and i and that really what helped me you know she really was able to bring me over to that side is because we give too much to people mm. we give too much to people and let them control too much of our life yeah. when they don't even deserve to even have a front yes. seat to yeah. it yeah. so sometimes you have to be able to say no and it's okay to say no and the beauty and no you don't owe anybody an explanation after that and I, that was the hardest part Woo, for me. girl that was the that, hardest that part was for, me. for me that was the hardest because i'm an explainer i like mm -hmm. to talk so mm -hmm. i'm like let me give you the details <laughs> let me give you all the intricate details because i really want to do it mm -hmm. but but right but see and that's the thing of 
um, pacifying a person. Mm. And for me, what I found out is even when I say no, that no will turn into yeah because I'm busy sitting there explaining. And mm -hmm. when you're doing that, they say, oh, well, all you got to do is they exactly. find a way in your Ex explanation. Exactly. So it's, it's really about uh, feeling the fear and doing it anyway. Yeah. Because it really is a fear of their, Opinion. oh, they're not going to like me yeah. anymore. And I had to realize, just like Oprah said, it was that thing of wanting everybody to think that you're nice. Yes. And, and nice know. to get you in depression. But nice. I was, I nice. was looking at this. Mm -hmm. Dating violence. Love doesn't, ha love doesn't have to hurt. Mm. You know, when you're saying no out of love for yourself, Someone should read. They have to respect that. If they love you, they would respect that. Oh, we have a call coming in. We have a call in. Hello, this is Hi, the this is Jackie Carter with You Go Girl. Hi, Hi Jackie. Jackie. You go, Hello. girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for calling in, Jackie. How are you this evening? Tell us, a, tell a, a, the, the audience a little bit about yourself. Well, my name is Jackie Carter. I run a nonprofit over in Ward 8, Ja Kente International, and we train students, primarily high school students, in all the theater arts disciplines. And once trained, we present three full plays plus a one candidate play festival to the community every year. Awesome. Now, if we have some youth that's, that's listening, maybe some parents that's listening, um, and they want their youth to be involved. How can someone get in touch with you? Because I just want to tell everyone that Jackie um, is an amazing director, producer, playwright. I mean, the way she handled that stage at the You Go Girl conference. Oh, my God. I mean, Jackie was there, what, 7 o'clock? I mean, putting <laughs> up, we were blowing balloons. And, I mean, just getting everything ready and just her ability to work. Uh, it wasn't really no pressure. It was really effortless. But mm -hmm. we had so many different things going on. And she had youth there that was I mean, just their energy was amazing. So I, I really um, i am so glad that you called in because what you do with our youth and how you work with the women in our community, we know it's Domestic Violence Awareness Month and it's cancer, um, breast cancer. Um, but when, when it comes down to working with our youth and, and, and um, acting and theater and giving them um, a passion, even if it's set design, mm -hmm. right? Even if it's costuming. You know, even if it's getting them to, to set the stage, um, how can someone get in touch with you if they're interested in being a part of that? Well, they can reach us at 202-829-1160. They can also go to our website mm -hmm. at jawkente.org, J-A-H-K-E-N-T-E.org, and just see all the wonderful plays we've been doing throughout the year. Um, and also, they can send us an email at jawkente at aol.com. And yes, we still use AOL. <laughs> if I might say that, um, I want to give a big shout out to Beverly, who did an amazing piece of work over at Hart Middle School last Saturday. Yes, she you did. Go, girl, yes, she did. I am definitely, Jackie, going to give her a round of applause. I'm giving all of y'all a round of applause. Because she deserves it so much for putting that together. Yes. She deserves so much for putting that together. Yes. But Jackie, it I... It was an amazing... Yeah. No, go ahead. What you was going to say? It was an amazing conference. I had a couple of students with me, Charmaine Jackson and Antoine... Antoine... Antonia Dean mm -hmm. also came down, participated in an amazing workshop on domestic violence. The young ladies talked to me about that workshop that they participated in. They explained to me all the things that they didn't know that they learned, and also some techniques they learned about how to um, get out of domestic violence situation, or even how to help somebody else, how to be a reporter. I mean, just, just the, the whole day was just an amazing, an amazing day. Well, Jackie, I definitely thank you. That really just blessed me because you know I was the facilitator for the domestic violence workshop. And that's what I do, just try to educate the teens and, you know, adults and parents of how, you know, we all hear about domestic violence, but we definitely have to learn how to survive and get out of domestic mm. violence. So I truly yeah. appreciate that. That was awesome. That was a, that was a, that, you know, I'm going to tell you something, Jackie, that was so amazing um, because you didn't even know 
well, you probably didn't put two and two together that McNaughton was the one who did it, but just giving that testimony of the youth and just bringing the whole thing full circle Absolutely. of why we are here and why it's important for us to support one another. Mm -hmm. Partnerships is key. It's so important. Um, and we have to be mindful who we're partnering with and those like missions as it relates to us going after our goals. And I'm just so, so blessed. Um, and I know every, I've been getting calls since Saturday about how everyone really enjoyed the event. But I must, I have to give all the glory. I'm going to give the glory to God for, for the strength. Because even when I wanted to give up, mm. I felt, you know, that it was bigger than me. I felt the strength, you know, when people, you know, the day of the show, people call out, back out, some things, <laughs> you know, the mic wasn't working. Right. There were some things. But when I tell you, you couldn't even tell that there were issues because the energy was so amazing. Yes. And and that had everything to do with every single person that was there. Absolutely. It had everything to do with that. So I just thank God. I just give, um, you know, reverence to our heavenly angels that are yes. always encamped around us yes. and our ancestors yes. who went before us to pave the way, who are cheering for us and rooting for us. I truly believe in that. And I just thank you um, and the people that's here with us um, that's on that mission. I really want to encourage everyone with the spirit of you go, girl, dream big, work hard, never give up. Mm -hmm. You know, you have those dreams and goals on the inside of you. And if you are uh, bold enough to share that with someone and they tear it down, then you come to me. We can come together and we can make those dreams happen. It's so important. That self-determination, um, you know, is so important to partner up with like-minded people that can help your dreams go as far. So Jackie, I appreciate you. We have some great things coming up. Um, you want to talk about that, that play really quick? Do we have time? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, talk. Um, right now, our young people are trained. They're learning public relations and marketing. They're learning how to build our sets. That's carpentry. They're learning how to work our sound and light equipment. And we're getting, we're getting, uh, we're in rehearsal for our winter musicale, which is Bye Bye Birdie. Um, it's a story that's actually pattern after the life of Elvis Presley. Mm. But we based ours on the story of Chuck Berry. So we put a little little twist on the theme, a little variation okay, on the theme. That's right. Well, I I like it. Come, come on now. <laughs> so there's a lot of singing, a lot of dancing. Mm. We're gonna open December eleventh, twelfth and thirteenth over at the Malcolm X Opportunity Center. And this is a free event. Mm. It's a family friendly event. So we want everyone to come out, bring your friends. Bring family, bring your cousins, your nieces, your uncle, nephews. But most importantly, I want to say that we work with youth 14 to 17 years old, and we raise money to give them after-school employment. So this is a job for them after school. Hmm. Awesome. It's a resume builder for them. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jackie. I thank you for taking time out to call. You took, you did, again, she just a, a phenomenal job on Saturday. Everyone did. McNon, you just thank got that you. testimony from yes, me. Yes, that really it, blessed That me. was a blessing. <laughs> I love you, Jackie. Truly appreciate you. I love you, too, and thank you so much, Beverly. I want to thank you. Just, I know i got to go, but I just want to thank you again for allowing me to be a part of such a magical evening. Yes. I know I, I called you. I, I wanted to be a part of the, in the beginning. And I called you and I was just like, hey, whatever you need, I'm there. Just whatever you want. Whatever <laughs> you need. And then when you called me back and said, yes, sister, come on in. We need you. And my soul was just blessed. Yes, so I thank God. you so much for allowing me to be a part of the magic. Yes, yes. Thank you You're for your so willingness. Welcome. Blessings to you, sister queen. Okay, peace uh, and love, everybody. Peace and you love. Too. Have a great evening. Yes. You too. Thank Bye -bye. you. Thanks. So, guys, if you know any any youth between the ages of 14 and 17 that you know that they would like to be a part of Jackie's program, mm, awesome again, program. you can reach her at 202-829-1160, 202-829-1160. Or you can email her at jahkente, J-A-H-K-E-N-T-E, at AOL.com and also at JaKente, J-A-H-K-E-N-T-E dot org to check out the program. Yes. Oh my God. It has been another Ooh. phenomenal show, 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 show. You go, girl. We just want to thank you guys so thank much for, for tuning in for another episode of the McYon mm -hmm. Show. We have our awesome, beautiful celebrity co-host, Miss Beverly Smith-Brown. Yes. Uh, and she is the 
creator of the You Go Girl Conference. Mm. And this weekend was the first one, but mm -hmm. you, I'm telling you next year it's going to be bigger, it's going to be better, be awesome. and you guys must show up. That next year, I'm going to put a number out there right now. We want at least, at, this is the least, 200 young girls and women in that conference. That's right, that's right. And we that's what we're going to call that's it. We're going to we we're going to succeed at that number and that's have right. more. But I challenge you guys next mm -hmm. year sign your daughters up. That's come right. out yourself and get this education mm -hmm. that we need yes, to be able to help our own community. Yeah. You know, stop waiting for someone to come and save us. It's mm -hmm. going to take us yeah. to save us. Yeah. And I want to give a shout out to um She's running for at-large council member. Please do. Dion Bussy Reader came through, and she blessed us with a phenomenal speech. Just, you know, coming from the heart. I can't even call it a speech. She just, you know, just really dropped some jews on the women that was there. We had mm -hmm. council member Trayon White came yes, through. Yes, he did. We had um, Commissioner Crawford came over and, you know, uh, made sure that they showed the support for the community. So definitely want to give them a shout out and um, at large council member. We'll be calling if we can't get her in. She will be um, speaking to you all this month mm -hmm. before this month is out. Absolutely. She's already said that she will be on the show. So you want to stay tuned for that. Um, yes, and, and just want to give a shout out to um, Principal Strickland yes. and Charles Hart Middle School for giving us the free range of the whole yes, entire they school. Did. Yes, they so did. Um, that's my alma mater. I, <laughs> I graduated from Hart, so it's such an honor and a pleasure to be able to go back into the school. This is our fifth event. You know, mm -hmm. we host our talent shows there every year, um, and, and it's so important for the schools, the churches, to open their doors for nonprofit organizations. So just want to shout out again, Charles Hart Middle School for them doing they do diligence to look out for the community absolutely absolutely so we want to say thank you so much thank, thank you for, for joining us thank you yes. for tuning in don't forget to tune in next week again to yes. the mcyon show at 6 p.m eastern standard time we will have our celebrity guests back here for the whole month yes. of october so join us thank you have a good evening yes. and god bless god bless you guys you got it going on. Give me some of that good passion, baby. We got you dripping wet. The way we make you sweat. Give me some of that good passion, baby. Well, Say so.